Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Thank you for tuning in to Let's Talk Portland, Intercom Radio Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham, and we're going to jump right in this time because hunger is not taking a break. And on this show, we're going to help out the Oregon Food Bank. On the show this time, I'd like to welcome a couple of guys from just down the hall, Terry Boyd and Brian Shannon from uh, Intercom Portland's 92.3 KGON. Welcome to Let's Talk Portland, guys. Well, thanks for having having us, Gary. And, uh, you know, something very important we have going on right now, something we started a year ago called Friends feeding friends to benefit the Oregon Food Bank. Terry was over in Canby uh, just doing some stuff, driving around, stopped in to grab a cup of coffee, and he noticed across the parking lot was the food pantry. It had this enormous line of people waiting to get a box of food, and one particular mother was struggling to load her boxes with her small children there. He went and helped her load it up and came back the next Monday and said, we got to do something. This need is going out of proportion. So this happened a year ago. This is what you experienced a year? Yeah, Almost right. Exactly, right? Right, right in the mm-hmm. very beginning of the pandemic. And, you know, if you knew it was that bad already, you knew things were only going to get worse. And and it, it's shocking that it appears to even be worse. You know, when you sit down, uh, as a matter of fact, in a couple of minutes here, we're going to hear from Susanna Morgan, who is the CEO of uh, the Oregon Food Bank. Last year, it was one in six yes. Oregonians needed help from the Oregon Food She Bank. said a typical year is one in 10, which to me sounds bad. I mean, I would yeah, think it would be yeah, higher than oh, one yeah. in 10. But yeah, last year, this time, it was one in six. A lot has happened over the last year. Yes. Man. It, it, it is It is a very just surreal experience. You know, and our, our goal right now is to get 92,300 meals. Uh, we're going to be on the air all day uh, on April 2nd. That's a Friday. Uh but if you're listening right now, you can go to KGON.com. You'll see the you know, Friends Feeding Friends, and you can make a donation right there. And I, and I really want to emphasize something about this, that for one every dollar equals three meals. 
I was, I heard you guys talking about that and mm-hmm. I wondered how is that possible when you think, okay, I, I go to the grocery store and it costs me more than a dollar. Right. Susanna Morgan, the CEO of the food bank explained it to us last year. We had no idea either, but because of their enormous buying power and their partnerships, they do get lower prices because they have corporate partnerships that sell it to a cheap, but with not just having flat money and not taking donations physically because of the COVID, they can stretch it even further. So it's one in three. One dollar gets three meals. Isn't that amazing? Here's one of the things that they are, are, are missing out because of the pandemic. There used to be a window of where big grocery stores, Kroger's, that type of deal. There is a certain amount of spoilage that if they don't get rid of it, it's going to go to waste, right? Because of the pandemic, they weren't able to take those donations of actual food for fear of contamination or spreading, spreading virus of the packaging, yeah. the interactivity of the grocery store personnel with food bank personnel, then ultimately to the recipient. There was just no way to ensure that they could clean and sterilize all that every step of the way to make it safe. How have you guys kept yourself sane? <laughs> you know, honestly, <laughs> call this sanity. <laughs> here's here, here's the thing we're we're very grateful for, and it's yeah. funny because we have hardly seen you or right. anybody yeah. else in this building, right? We almost feel like, well, time to go into our house, right? Because right. <laughs> you, you don't see anybody. We have not missed a day on the air, and uh, I, I don't know if we would have made it through it if we had to stay home. And and I I think I'm speaking for myself here, but I think Brian probably the same. Those first couple of weeks. When nobody knew what this pandemic meant, it seemed like we were watching one of those horror sci-fi movies. Dude, man, if we're going out, do we need a banana suit, right? right? I mean, because we saw, we were, okay, I'm going to own up to this. We would come to work in the morning and we could drive down I-5 as fast as we wanted because there was nobody on it. Nobody. Nothing, nothing but semis because those were essential to transfer yeah. goods and clothing, you know, and, and produce and all that stuff. But yeah, we were here and we got here 15 minutes earlier than normal because we had to wipe everything down from the from the door handle to get in the station, into the studio, keyboards, phones, all of it. We had to spend about 10, 15 minutes just trying to sterilize everything before we even started our day. I'm pretty sure if it weren't for the pandemic, I would have lost my license by now because <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I literally passed in Tigard. Everyone who knows who runs the I-5 corridor knows that there's a section in Tigard where uh, cops hang out and do radar tickets, right? And they, they bust you. And I was driving home and I'm one of one cars on the highway <laughs> blasting down I-5 and I'm like oh I'm busted all they all I got was a wave because even at that early stages mm-hmm. police didn't want to come up to your window yeah. they didn't want to talk to you they're like hey man he wants to want his car that's up to him I'm not going there <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys, what has it been like for your listeners? They, they, you talk to them every day. What, what stands out to you as? There's a lot said? of rough stories out there. We've heard a lot of people that have been hurting. A lot of hospitality friends of show, which is what we call our listeners. They're friends of show, and uh, you know, the, talking about their struggles. One of the great things that we're the most proud of. Not only did we get to come into work every day, but we've heard countless times that because we were there and the show went on as quote unquote normal as it could that we were a respite for them. We were an island where they could get away from the pressures of the pandemic and the coronavirus itself. Yeah, we were making people laugh, and and um, people need to laugh. It's hard right now in, in the world that we live in to find places where you can be funny um, and, and, and also to not get sucked into 
the enormous dark cloud that has been yeah. the pandemic. And and quite frankly, man, there were certainly days where we were talking to each other off the shelf or off the shelf. How about off the ledge where we were like, I can't take any more of this. I, I literally do have not watched the news and Brian will talk. Yeah. And you know, that's always a staple for morning radio yeah, people. Oh, yeah. You got to watch the news. You got to be plugged in. I pulled the plug on the news for myself probably sometime around June. I literally watch me TV reruns of I Dream of Genie <laughs> and stuff like yeah. this just to let my brain rest. We took our responsibilities seriously. You know, we kept up with what was going on with the pandemic, you know, way before vaccination talks. But, you know, hygiene, we had some of the uh, OHA's um, experts on as guests and all that. We wanted to educate our listeners, but we made a point that we put it down the middle and no scare tactics. It was just, here's the latest information we have on how you and your family can remain safe, where our family can remain safe, and that. And then we went right back to entertaining them and trying to make them laugh and, and get, get their minds off of it for a while. We're talking today with Terry Boyd and Brian Shannon from uh, 92.3 KGON, just down the hall. It's a, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're neighbors. And, we are neighbors. And, 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 <laughs> it's and, never seen each other yeah, I know. This is the first time I've seen you guys in a while. Ah. Well, and honestly, that's what Friends Feeding Friends is all about. It's uh, neighbors. Neighbors, not strangers, neighbors, uh, uh, helping our neighbors out. As a matter of fact, uh, Susanna Morgan, who is the CEO of the Oregon Food Bank, last year, Susanna, you said it was one in uh, six Oregonians that needed help. Have we gotten any better in uh, 2021? One in five. All right. Not as much progress as I was hoping for, but okay. Hunger has doubled since the start of the pandemic, and it has not gone back down yet. We know that we have to do this as a virtual food drive like we did last year because we can't give you packaging that could be contaminated with actual food. So we're doing it in dollar amounts. One dollar equals three meals, correct? That's right. One dollar will help us acquire three... Three meals worth of food. 20, 30 bucks, the price of a couple of three, four fancy coffees. You don't have to be a big donator. That would feed a family four for a couple of three days. Absolutely. And we know that many folks know what it's like to have been hungry at different points in their lives. And if they are doing okay right now and can kick in, they're supporting their neighbors. We're talking with Susanna Morgan. She is the CEO of the Oregon Food Bank. And by the way, you can even make a donation beginning today, right this very minute by going to KGON.com. Hey, Susanna, I want to add a challenge. You mentioned earlier that one out of every six Oregonians needed help from the Oregon Food Bank. It's down to one out of every five heading into 2021. Here's the challenge. If you were in that group that was in need last year and have moved out of that group, I challenge you to become a 92-3-er. $9.23, $92.30, $923 if you're a big baller. You can do it by going to KGON.com right now. Awesome. You know, there by the grace of God go either any of us. We could find ourselves in this situation with one decision um, with a business having to be shut down or industries. Are you seeing any major industry that is being impacted more than others? Would it be the service industry? Yeah, it would be hospitality, right? Um, restaurants, uh, the hotels. Uh, the entertainment venues. And look, there's no typical uh, person because no. we heard from so many people 
last year that were like, I never thought I would be in this position. And it, and quite honestly, it was through no fault of anyone's. It was just a very strange time when businesses had to shut down. How how are we able to uh, to lend the most help possible? I think that in addition to donating dollars, the other thing is to just spread the word that hunger is not a result of personal choices, right? Mm-hmm. It is is a result of circumstances and um, barriers in the system that are outside of most people's control. And that's true before a pandemic and during the pandemic, right? Um, if you grow up in a place where there isn't a good education option, you're going to have a harder time getting a job that will keep you and your family in, um, in groceries. So I, I think we need to approach hunger with, with compassion and with empathy and with an understanding that we can create a different world in the future. Do you foresee, uh, and, and thank you for that, uh, mm-hmm. Susanna. By the way, we're talking to Susanna Morgan. She is the CEO of the Oregon Food Bank and has spent most of her entire career in and around this type of uh, industry. And, and l- let me say this, you know, when, when you are getting ready to donate, Make it easy on yourself. Just go to KGON.com. All of the information is right there. And I and I mean this sincerely. Brian and I have committed to uh, put in, become 92 threers. We each are putting in a, uh, $100. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you don't have to. If you can go through your neighborhood and challenge moms who became teachers this year without a credential, without a teaching <laughs> yes. credential, right, mm-hmm. that get all the moms and all the kids together and put two bucks in for each of the kids, you'd be surprised at how many meals that's going to add up to. Absolutely. You can get as creative as you want. As I've said before, you don't have to be a big baller shot caller. You don't have to come with, you know, full ammunition and guns blazing. Every little drop of water is going to replenish this river for the Oregonians that need it the most. Susanna, how much will that help you if we hit our goal of 92,300 meals? Wow. That will be... Two and a half truckloads worth of food um, for our hungry neighbors in and around the Portland metro area. Wow, that's incredible. You know, I was sitting here as a father of, of two, you know, and had my family of four, whatever. I never had to go through any of this and just what it would mean as relief off of my heart and my pride to know that yeah, I could get this assistance through people like our friends of show that care enough to help out strangers in these times. You can go to KGON.com right now and make your initial donation. You don't have to wait till April 2nd. Yeah, and, and are they really strangers? It's more neighbors, right? Mm-hmm. And we're all in this together. And we all have a shared experience of what it's like to be human. And we all can imagine a time when we had a car accident or an ugly divorce or a medical problem or a lost our job. And as you said there, but for the grace of God, but also just thinking that every one of us either has been hungry, is hungry now, or may be hungry in the future. Susanna, I mean this when I say it on behalf of this entire show and on behalf mm-hmm. of the city. Thank you for allowing us to be part of your team and, and help make a difference. Making a solution. Well, I got to say that our drivers at Oregon Food Bank listen to you guys. And um, so you help us get our work done. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Susanna, we look forward to talking to you a little later on uh, on Friday, April 2nd. 
and seeing where we are because we're going to need you to potentially come in like the movie Over the Top, mm -hmm. arm wrestle us right to that 92,300 <laughs> meals. Some virtual arm wrestling. I'm up for it. There you go. We'll stand there and watch those two and a half trucks being filled up one day with a big old smile on our face. And oh, by the way, Over the Top, 34 years old. No, continuing the conversation yes. from earlier today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so appreciate you guys. So appreciate all you listeners. So appreciate our community. So guys, I really hope you are able to get those trucks loaded up. That's great. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of, I don't know how many pounds of food, but 92,300 meals and, and uh, is a lot of meals. And already early on, friends of the show have gone to KGON.com. And they've become 92 threers. And this is a really interesting way to become part of a club, right? You can be $9.23, 27 meals. You can be $92.30, right? It's 270 meals. And uh, there have been a couple that have gone big mm. above $923, which you're talking 2,700 to 3,000 meals. We have a couple of friends of show or listeners that have thrown in $1,000 plus. Let's give a plug Tito's Vodka. Is been was a corporate sponsor with us last year. They've signed right back on board, so they're throwing in big money. We've got garage door companies. We've got some others that we're going to unveil here in the near future, uh, getting behind us to help us achieve these goals. It's snowballing, and we feel we can make ninety two thousand three hundred meals. I, I think the the coolest part is it it is grassroots. Yeah, it it, it is boots on the ground that are five ten twenty dollars at a throw. As a matter of fact, we had, we had a a friend of show on Friday challenge. Uh, all the friends of show that um, how do how, how did they phrase it? It was for twenty to challenge them to make a twenty dollar donation. If oh, why can't I think of the, the where that challenge came from? It was something to do with if if your kids didn't go hungry yesterday, challenge you to throw twenty dollars in per child, right? Awesome. Mm -hmm. yeah. which, which is cool. There was another one that came in to challenge all the new teachers we got in twenty twenty. All the moms that had to stay home without a teaching degree yeah. and try, <laughs> try to teach their children to step up and, and make a donation in honor of their kids. So you guys did this virtual food drive last year, too. How does last year compare to this year? Because things haven't gotten any better for a lot of people over but the last But surprisingly, year. we're ahead of where we were this time last year as far as donations That's and, and the like from Friends of Show jumping on board early. So we're fairly optimistic that uh, this is going to be going to be a really good banner year. And one thing I want to clear up, and we've had some people uh, text messages, but uh, they say it's the Oregon Food Bank. What about Vancouver? What about Southwest Washington? We got it confirmed from Susanna Morgan from the Food Bank that they cover Clark County and Southwest Washington as well as the state of Oregon. So if you're living across the river, your money will help your neighbors as well. Yeah, the Oregon Food Bank is an enormous network. Yeah, They just take care of the whole state. It's, yeah, they're, it's crazy. They're, they're pretty fantastic. Last year, I think our goal, we, we didn't have a goal. I mean, this just kind of rolled out, and then, then it kept growing, and we ended up staying on the air for 12 hours. Yeah, we thought we'd just do it during our show, and the momentum was big, so we kept calling Ryan Castle in middays, Remy Maxwell in the afternoons, going, hey, we don't want to stop. We've got this thing rolling. Can we do another hour, another hour? Wound up, we stayed on till 6 o'clock at night. Wow. <laughs> and so and so, uh, Friday, April 2nd, uh, we're giving those guys the day off ahead of time, three-day weekend, and we're just going to stay on for the 12 hours. We ended up reaching, I think, 70,000 meals plus last year. So it's lofty to jump all the way to 92,300, but I do believe we can do it. Uh, there are a lot, just a lot of kind people 
uh, in and around our city, man. And you're going to be doing that on Friday, right? Friday, April 2nd. Friday, April 2nd. And uh, people can help out now, though, right? Yes. How do they do that? KGON.com, Friends Feeding Friends Food Drive. You'll see it right there on top of the page. Click on the story. You can read about all the statistics and the need that we have from the Oregon Food Bank. And a big green button that says Donate Now. Click it. It, Just like one friend of the show said uh, the other day, if your kids and you ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner yesterday— then you need to make at least a $20 donation to feed somebody else because you're very lucky. Here, Gary, let us show you on your computer so uh, you can make your donation. <laughs> and get, yeah, give me There's that, the button right there. Give me that Amex card, 535-6. Why do you guys do this? Uh, because we're lucky. We're, we're very, very lucky to have had the careers that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. It's fun to make people laugh. But often you walk out of the door wondering, what did we do today, right? You know, we get paid to make silly jokes, right? Yeah. There's nothing super tangible. Make light of, of life itself. Yeah. But when you get in your car, you drive home and you're like, what did we do today kind of yeah. thing, right? It's You don't really remember. This is something very tangible. And there's a lot of responsibility comes with the careers and the jobs that we have, right? It's it, There's an onus to give back and to make a difference. And when we saw this, I was telling Brian, I'm like, dude, we, we have a powerful platform here. We ought to just figure out how we can help all of these people. Radio was one of the first mediums. And at its core, if you look it up, it's it's called a public trust. That's why the government holds the licenses to all the stations. You can't buy the license. You just have to be a good steward of that license while you broadcast on the frequency. So at the very core of public trust, it was meant to be 24-7 your town to inform your residents and your listing area, you know, of dangers, weather, all that stuff. So that's that's the core of radio. And radio is is the greatest community in media. It's the most interactive. So you put all that together and seeing the need around us in the city that we both live in and love and state, we had to help. You know, uh, 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 radio is uh, social media without all the anger. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just be honest. (laughs) You guys are always just doing amazing things, and this is just another another amazing thing that you do. Thanks for giving back. Thank you, man. Thanks for having us on, man. Certainly. Tell us one more time how people can help out. KGON.com, Friends Feeding Friends, second annual food drive. Click on that story, and down there about three-quarters of the way, big green button that says Donate. You can click on there. And another thing we'd like for you to do, we know that you may not be able to donate, but you want to help. Something easily you can do is copy the link on that page and then go to your social media, your Facebook page, your Twitter, and say, my favorite radio station is doing this. Donate if you can. Click post the link, and send it out to your people, you'll be surprised how many of them will respond and how much of a difference just that simple gesture will make. Yeah, great idea. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Gary. If you'd like to hear this interview again, a podcast is available online. Just search Let's Talk Portland on the Radio.com app. Let's Talk Portland is an intercom public affairs program.